Welcome to the Married Counselor Show, where we talk about love, marriage, family, and the business of life. I am Ron Lee. And I am Lexi Lee. We are married. To each other. And are counselors by trade. Welcome to episode 5, 2015. Good afternoon. Howdy. Hello. We have been snowed in, which we really can't complain because Boston would call and just go wimps. (laughs) Exactly. But for North Texas, we had yet another snowfall last night and some last week. And so I think we're done for the year. I really hope so. I'm, I'm done for the year. Snow in March, North Texas, doesn't go well. No, not when spring breaks next week. So you want to know what we're talking about today? Please. We, today we are talking about free-range kids, free-range parenting. What is that? <laughs> well, it's the opposite of helicopter parenting. Do you know what hel- helicopter parenting is? Uh, no. Well, because we I, don't I really do, do I do, but we don't do it. Right. right. Helicopter parenting is when the mom, what I always picture is the mom going down to the park and the kids playing on the... You know, the jungle gym or something of the nature. And they're standing like two foot away, like, precious Johnny's going to fall and I have to catch them. Ooh. Right. So they have their hand on him before his foot even slips. Kind right. Of thing, right. Yes. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's my idea of helicopter mom. But it's blown up since then. It's gotten even worse. Well, and so then the opposite of helicopter parenting is free range kids where you have these parents who allow their kids all kinds of freedom. You know, there's been several news stories lately about it, like the mom who got in trouble for allowing her 10-year-old and 6-year-old to walk by themselves with no adult around at all. What mean, like just out and about, like outside by themselves? Outside with no adult. What? <laughs> right? That's so, crazy talk. Yeah. So... Um, I guess today we're going to be talking about is free range parenting, having free range kids okay? What would be some benefits of it? How you would make that work if that's what you want to do, if you don't want to be a helicopter parent? Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come right back. Do you want Ron and I to partner with you and your spouse for one-on-one counseling? Then give us a call at 682-514-9225 and make your appointment for a happier tomorrow. Maybe it's difficult for you to get to the office. So we have online couples counseling. Couples don't have to be in the same room or the same city for that matter. You don't have to make big arrangements with the babysitter. Don't have to share a screen and we're totally HIPAA compliant. We are licensed couples therapy specialists. Give us a call 682-514-9225 and get started today. And we're back. We're today we're talking about free-range kids. What the benefits are of having a free-range kid? How to make it work for you if that's what you want to do? Right? Yeah. So when I was growing up, free-range kids probably, that was a more common thing, but we had a different term that we would use to refer to those kids who were ultra-independent. They were called latchkey kids. Remember latchkey kids? I do. Right? So, I mean, not all free-range would be about being a latchkey kid, but when I was growing up, my sister and I would walk home from school. Uh, let's see, we were three years apart, so I started walking home uh, second or third grade, and I would walk home with her. I know for sure in third grade, we'd walk home two miles from the school to our house. It'd take us, you know, 30, 45 minutes to walk home. And we'd do it with other neighborhood kids. And 
We'd get home by four o'clock. Mom did, wouldn't get home until five thirty. Did you walk up two hills in each direction? Yes, it was up the hill both ways. Both up the hill both ways. Yes, yes, in the snow. What little snow there was in Louisiana. What? Right. <laughs> That's a whole different story. But, you know, I mean, it, it was a normal thing for us to walk home and be by ourselves for an hour and a half with no adult in the house. And I was nine and ten, you know, when this happened and I had my little sister with me as well. And how old is she? She's three years younger than me. Still. You're make me do math. It's just not right. <laughs> so she was six and seven. Oh, okay. Right? And so here I was, a nine or ten-year-old responsible for a six or seven-year-old. And the whole neighborhood knew all the other moms would watch us. You know, uh, we walked home with a bunch of other kids. Some kids had stay-at-home moms, and some had moms and dads who were working and would be home shortly. And it was a normal thing, and nobody thought anything about it. And nobody called Child Protective Services on us. So what changed? I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's, you know, the TV, personally. Uh-huh. What about the TV? I think it's the news media and the things of that nature. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, because now it, everybody with a camera, I mean, who doesn't have a, a smartphone? And with smartphones, there's really good cameras. So it's really easy just to turn that on and to videotape and to send that to a news. So the news is now is everywhere. Well, and there's this gotcha mentality Right, where it feels good to catch somebody doing something wrong and I can turn them in. I think that contributes too, is that we are afraid that our neighbors, who we would think would be our friends, are going to turn us in if we make these poor parenting choices and we don't have complete 100% adult supervision at all times, then, you know, somebody's going to call CPS on us. Agreed. And I think also the, uh, the TV shows. I mean, how many shows right now are on with have a serial killer? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, serial, there aren't that many serial killers out there, people. But I like to watch those shows. I know you like to watch those shows, but those shows build your paranoia about, right. about what's going on in your neighborhood. And, you know, there's a crime victim everywhere. You know, there's some FBI, you know, plane taken off somewhere because some serial killer happened. And it happened every week. So that's just a little crazy to me. I mean, because we want to look at it. Statistics are down. Right. Crime is at one of the all time lowest rates here in America. And that's not what we get. In fact, if you want more information on how crime statistics are down, you can go to freerangekids.com. And um, she has listed all kinds of most recent statistics for you so that you have some knowledge about what crime really is like. So what else do you think is contributing to it? I think we don't know our neighbors. I don't like our neighbors. <laughs> they might listen to this show. They probably do. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, we don't know them the way we used to. I mean, we right. used to have a yard party and everyone would come over. And if you didn't invite your neighbors to the yard party, that was just weird. Right. Who has neighborhood block parties anymore? It doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, everyone would get drunk on the on someone's front porch or back porch and stumble home. And, and we'd help, you know, the kids were out there helping the drunk parents back to their houses. I grew up in a good Baptist home, so we didn't have that going on. There was no alcohol. Well, that, did that, didn't have, that didn't happen in my house either. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, this has nothing to do with you. <laughs> but we did have neighborhood get-togethers or, you know, backyard picnics or barbecues, often with the neighbors. And that does, doesn't happen as frequently as it used to. So what do you do if you want a free-range kid? Well, I think, first of all, you have to think about what are some of the benefits of free-range parenting, of having 
your kids um, have more freedom and being able to do things on their own. And I think one of the first benefits of allowing your kids to do things on their own would be that it gives them opportunities to explore. And learning happens when you explore. Learning happens when you're able to go around the neighborhood and, and have that freedom we had freedom growing up. Did you? Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where we were like poor middle class. We were middle class, but we weren't rich middle class. And we all got BB guns for Christmas and we all couldn't wait. It was just right out of the Toy Story. You know, you're going to shoot your eye out, kid. So, <laughs> you know, and so we, we would get our BB guns and we would walk around and when our parents would be at work during the summertime because we uh-huh. got left at home. Because we could afford babysitters and we would all get together, lock and load the BB guns and we would walk around and shoot out the people's Christmas lights who still had them up, you know, in June and July. If you had your Christmas lights up, we just thought that was just, you know, target practice. So you're saying they were asking for it by leaving their lights up? I think so. I think they were asking for it. And I thought we were doing the neighborhood a a service (laughs) by shooting out their, but they're shooting out their Christmas lights. Now, I am not the skinniest kid in the group. Now, my friends could run and with one hand lay uh, their hand on the cyclone fence and turn with a BB gun in one hand and their whole body would go, you know, angler and they could cross over a fence. They could jump the fence. They could. Ju- I, I did not have that skill. I was the kid that got caught, and, but I never ratted anybody else out. I just, just wanted to throw that down. I wasn't a rat. But so I would get picked up. But usually by the guys who were, if he was home and we were shooting out his lights or the neighbor across the street would see us doing bad things. And we would get picked up and we would get taken back to our house where my mom would invite this guy in, you know, first and watch me get smacked around a little bit. Make sure that, you know, I was getting well disciplined. And that's what that's what it was. And the neighbors had our backs. They watched us, but they didn't necessarily call the cops on us. Right. And uh, how often do our kids get that opportunity to... Just go out and um, shoot out the lights. Well, I don't put Christmas lights up, so <laughs> you're not coming near my house. So what would be another benefit of being able to uh, um, be a free-range kid? You have the opportunity to explore. I think that it builds creativity, right? That if you are able to be on your own and you don't have someone who is entertaining you all the time, you have to come up with ways to entertain yourself, that you're going to be more creative. It's gonna. So I hear you saying your imagination. Yes, you get to use your imagination. Like we, you know, man, played cops and robbers with those water hose nozzles. We played cops. uh, We actually played robbers and robbers. Oh, (laughs) that's a different thing. That's a different story. Nobody wanted to be the cop in our neighborhood. So benefits not only to explore and be creative, but I think when you're given this opportunity, you really get to know who you are as a person. And how you relate to others. Because when parents are hanging out, you're not going to be your true self, right? You're, you're going to put on what you think is okay for the parent. Now, that doesn't happen all the time. But I do think it's more likely that if the parent's not hovering, that kids are going to say more of what they really think and they're not going to censor themselves so much. And sometimes I think we censor ourselves too much. I can and see that. And they need that opportunity to know who they are and to really build those relationship skills. If mom's not there to stop the fight, right. you have to figure out on your own how to work it out and, and be friends again. And mom can be close 
and gives some suggestions. But the kids need to have that freedom to really relate to other kids on their own. So build those problem-solving skills of when they're out and about in the neighborhood and doing some things and, you know. So that would be like the fourth benefit, I think, is problem-solving skills. Okay. Um, A fifth benefit would be... um, Building independence or that I can attitude. If you don't have a parent or an adult there at all the time, all the time, then you learn that you can do things on your on your own. And if you believe that you can do things, then you're going to stretch yourself and try even harder things in the future. It's an important skill that we need. I agree. And number six would be you increase your self-esteem. And, you know, for me, the self-esteem well, I knew I couldn't hop fences, but it allowed me to be able to be able to communicate and, you know, take a whooping like a man and not rat your friends out who were with you. So building that self-esteem of going out and doing things and taking care of things as you go along. And so I think next we have to think about how you can make all that happen. But first, I think I need another cup of coffee. Okay, we're going to take a commercial and we'll be right back. Have you had the experience that one hour a week in therapy is just not enough time to deal with your issues? Do you want to see quicker results without spending months on the therapy couch? If that's the case, then an intensive weekend might be right for you. We can cater the weekend to your specific issues. For more information, you can find us at marriagecounselingdfw.com or call us at 682 514-9225. So I've got my coffee and now I'm ready to talk more about how you make this free range process happen. You've, you've heard benefits. You've been thinking about it even before we did this show and you're thinking, I want to do this, but how do I make it happen? So you're saying you want to go back to old school? Yeah. Because ain't no school like old school. (laughs) We should play that song. No. (laughs) Anyway, so I guess the first thing to remember, if you're wanting to build this independence in your kids, is to remember that freedom is earned and it's learned. And what that means is that you don't just one day wake up and decide, hey, I'm going to let you walk home from school all by yourself. And no, that wouldn't work. Yeah. You, you have to um, you have to gradually build up. So that would mean like you would you would take your kids and help them build up their skills by walking home with them the first time, making sure they know yeah. the, the way to get there. Yeah, you do some practice beforehand so that you can see one what they look like. Maybe um, they don't walk the whole way home from school and you're not there. Maybe you start, you walk together and you point out things that that they need to know along the way. Should you stalk them with the car? You know, um, like that. Maybe the first time of their freedom. Sure. We've seen those in movies where the parents hiding behind the bush, watching their kids. Bad movies. Well, yeah, but still, but still it it, it helps to get out. Things up, right? So you help them practice and you, do you have to dial back the fear? Yes, because there is this whole mommy guilt. I'm sure there's daddy guilt too, but there there's this parenting guilt. That's what we'll call it. Parenting guilt that happens of what if my child is that statistic, you know, that very low improbable statistic. What if it's mine? How am I going to feel? And you have to just kind of push through that and focus on the benefits of helping your kids to learn these skills. But here's some other simple things that we can do besides practicing and training your kids. There's some things that we can do that set up a community 
of people who can have free range kids. And, and the first thing in that is that we can invite our next door neighbor over for dinner. Get to know your neighbors. Yeah, that's that's a possibility. You have a pizza night and everyone come over and watch a movie or something. Something simple. You can make a point of attending uh, neighborhood events. Right. That's another good way to. You can get involved in the PTA. And, you know, I know the PTA would appreciate that. Yes. Yes. You can um, make an effort to chat with other parents at school. If you don't have time to do as much volunteer work, just when you go pick up your kids or you're at some school event, chat with other parents to get to know them. Walk your kids to school instead of drive. When I was a kid, you know, no one drove their kid to school. Kids just walked to school. Everyone was good. And so get that get that habit going again. Mm-hmm. We live just, I mean, it's not even half a mile from the elementary school. And we see neighbors, you know, put their kids in the car and drive, you know, that fourth of a mile to school. Whereas if we were all walking, we'd have more of a chance to talk and chat and um, and get some good exercise. Yeah. You can talk to your kids about what it feels like to be home alone and what to do if they are home alone and they're in some trouble, who they can call, what they can do, who they can reach out to. Right. Pointing out, you know, if some if you were alone and you felt scared, who is an okay person to talk to? We we teach stranger danger, but sometimes we go too far and we think teach that if you don't know them, they must be dangerous. But that's not true. It's okay to... Um, Go up to, say, the mom with three kids. She's not going to be a dangerous person to go to and ask for help. So I would think you would do that by walking up to your neighbors, once again, getting to know them a little better and saying, hey, I got to run some errands real quick. I'm going to leave, you know, the kid home. And if they need something, just make sure no one, you know, does anything. Another thing that we could do to foster this community of um, allowing our kids freedom and feeling safe in our community is that if you see a mom who's struggling, offer to help. If you um, see a mom who has a toddler in the back of the car who is not um, wanting to cooperate going in the store, talk to the mom and say, hey, you know what? I have a second if you want. I'll help watch your kid. Or, you know, be willing to build that sense of community that, you know, you've heard that it takes a village to raise a kid. Well, let's start acting like we're a village. Agreed. So what we're going to do is we're just going to get to know each other. We're, and we're going to have faith. And we're going to have trust in the people that we live with in our neighborhoods. And dial down the fear. Dial down that fear. If you would like more from the Married Counselors, you can find Ron and Lexi at marriagecounselingdfw.com. Follow us on Facebook or subscribe to the Married Counselor Show on iTunes. This is Lexi. And Ron. Wishing Wishing you you a happy happy day. day.